yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's an episode of the Good Vibe Tribe podcast, hashtag GVT. Of course, I'm your host, Kieran Frantic, and my esteemed and beautiful co-host, Realigned. Say hello to the people, then. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. You get me. So before we even start, before we even start this podcast, I need you to set the vibe right. So, of course, it's incense. We've got the candles. We've got the set. I want to shout out Medizen for giving us a beautiful space to work from. We're going to set the zone properly. Um, this is the Good Vibe Tribe podcast. So it's all about the good vibes. On this episode, we're going to give you a bit of insight into the background of where myself and Realign come from. But the actual vibe of this conversation is going to be titled The Spirit of Business. Now, the spirit of business is something that you came up with, Realign. So like, let's start with that. Why did you think that would be the good subject to start with? Um, because for me, and I think, I think for yourself as well, uh, business journeys have been a massive part of our spiritual journeys as well. For real. Um, and so um, I think that it would be good to discuss both of them simultaneously because I don't think they have to be separate. Boom. Yeah, see that? And that's, that's exactly what it is. A big kind of thing we're going to explore, and the reason why it's myself and Rhea doing is we're friends outside of this, but it's about that kind of that duality when I always have that, that male, the female, the spirit, the business. We want to keep bringing this essence through. That's kind of been um, a kind of secret to our success, if you want to call it that. We've always worked with the harmony of both energies. So let's get into it then. So like, I've known you now for six six years. You feel, you feel under pressure. You know when you talk to a woman, you try to remember how many years. You feel under pressure, like, you know, it's like your anniversary. You're like, shit, was it on the 25th of the... So yeah, six years I know you for... And you haven't always done business when I first met you as an entrepreneur. So, okay, so let's talk about that. And so have you always seen yourself as an entrepreneur? How did this journey start? Let's just go from there. Um, so for me, entrepreneurship wasn't really in the pipeline at all. Okay. Um, especially from the points where you do start looking at careers and things like that. Um, first of all, I wanted to do physics. Yeah. And then I went into wanting to do music. Um, yeah. And I didn't want to do any courses for that, so I wanted to start my education and just play music. Yeah, yeah. And travel. Um, I was discouraged from doing that for many reasons. Um, and then after school, I got a job at McDonald's. As you do, come whilst on. I worked, uh, whilst I went to college. This is the real? Did my A-levels. And then I also worked at Clinton's in the card shop. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I did all these little side jobs while I was doing my business and marketing degree. Oh, okay. So you're doing a business and marketing degree. Yeah. Okay, it's okay. Go on then. Yeah. So I did that first. And then when I finished, I didn't really realise what I'd done. It was kind of like I'd learnt a lot of theory. I didn't really have anywhere to apply it to, obviously, having worked in just fast food and retail at the time. Yeah, yeah. So then um, I didn't really know where I was going. So I started working in the contact centre. Okay. Um, and just about the time that I met you, was you in the contact centre then? Literally, yeah, six years ago on the dot. Boom. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So at the time I met you, because I used to have, used to have like an online, used to have a, um, like a meme page, you call it now, innit? Yeah. You had like a, quite a big meme page. You had like, how much thousand, you had quite, quite, quite a good following. About 13,000 followers on there. And this is early days of Instagram, you used to have this yeah. Instagram page popping, and I met, so I was sweet speak to you on social media, but then met you in real life. But all this time, you just working in the contact centre, no business. No business. Because how did we get to the business? We got to the business through... Um, well, a lot of things. So, like, the contact centre work, I kind of, like, because I didn't know what I was doing, I kind of ended up climbing the ranks in, in the realms of the corporate world. Yeah. Started doing different jobs. Um, and at the time that I started my first kind of venture, um, which is Aligned, uh-huh. which was called Persona to begin with. Okay. Um, I was a complaints handler. 
But so I was literally working nine to five, listening to people shout at me on the phone all day long. I'm, right. I'm fairly, fairly patient and fairly mellow, so it was okay. Um, but after a while, like I realised I wanted to do something outside of work that was for myself only. Uh-huh. Obviously, I'd been to a few few things with, with yourself through No Hope, so um, UKDE. Yeah, big event. Um, shout out UKDE, man. Yeah, Sneaks and Peaks as well. Sneaks and Peaks, shout out them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You know, I was in the space where I was seeing like loads of people that were my age, yeah. like doing different things. I saw like alcoholic ice pot, yeah, clothing yeah. lines, like yeah. all sorts. There was so many different like ideas, and I thought like people really do just have these ideas and go with it. That's it. That's it. That's it. So there's a lot of inspiration through those those kinds of pop ups. I love that. Like. I love the way you, like you gave me the whole journey from like just being somebody who's like, and I don't mean this negatively, but like being part of the system, like going through college, uni, working. They've been exposed to a wider world, but then rather than being shell-strapped by it, you're like, yo, I want a piece of this, I want to get inside this, I want to get part of the action. I think that says a lot about ambition, I think it says a lot about your character. All right then, so like, I'm going to fill in some gaps then, because you said a lot of things for the people, but what's No Hope, what's UKD, what are all these things? So yeah, so when I met you, I think I just started No Hope, and as what would be known as my first public business. So No Hope at the time is, is K-N-O-W, like to No Hope, Knowledge Hope. So at the time... It was a streetwear brand, and our whole thing was just about putting positive messaging on clothing because, like, for the youth and for a lot of us, what we wear is our identity. Mm-hmm. At the time, like, you could might remember the era, things were the same, mad stuff on the T-shirts, like, F you, and it's the same, mad stuff on clothes. I didn't want to get part, I'm not into that, I don't think we should be wearing that as an image. So that was kind of the inspiration behind No Hope, and we was doing decent things locally in the community in terms of, like, the amount of sales was getting naturally, um, the type of energy was putting out. Was obviously donating back to children's hospital, these types of things. It's just in the nature of the business. When I come across you, um, we got into like doing the pop-ups. So pop-ups, you know, it's like you go there, um, like a marketplace, like you call it, inside a factory in Dig Birth. 15 different people with their products and you were like competing for an audience. It's dope, it's good, it's good, good business practice. It's old school marketplace trading, but in a nice environment. And I remember saying to you, um, you said you said you want to do you want to do something and I was like well what, what's your passion going back to passion projects and things what's your passion and you was like um, I like crystals I'm into crystal healing it's mad that you said you studied physics I never knew that but that makes sense when you talk about all the metaphysical things and I'm sure people get to know about the metaphysical side of you as well that makes sense to me now so I'm learning that today anyway um, I remember saying yeah just take a space on the front of the store so I'm gonna do no hope I've got my space for you you just have a little um, like a little table table at the front and just see what happens and if you sell stuff you sell stuff if you don't you can learn something but that's you in it so how was that experience for you that was probably like the first time i'd experienced like face-to-face trade i'd set up on instagram as yeah. everyone, everyone does, does. yeah of course um obviously like knowing yourself and um all your branding work as well that you also do, do through no hope yeah i couldn't go along without a website so <laughs> True. i got a website um but yeah, that was my first first like face-to-face experience of selling. And when I think about it now, to be honest, I've only just thought about what you what you said in terms of like the marketplace and all of that because it's a lot to do with what I do now. Yeah, yeah, so of course. There's, yeah, a lot yeah. Of, like, there's a lot that I've taken from that. Um, but saying that, because I've just talked about no open branding, so yeah. and you talked about market stores yeah. and merchandise. So how has your business journey evolved and kind of like how has it evolved alongside your spiritual journey? That's a great question. Um, so I think like at the start, it's a really good question. 
So the reason why I started No Hope was like you, I was working the corporate at the time, I was working in, in the bank, I was doing commercial banking, so I had like a portfolio of customers who were business owners and the conditions for them to, for me to manage them was that they had to be turning over two million pounds a year. So it's people that's making money. And these are people that are from Birmingham, my patch is Birmingham, so it's like it's real life people I'm dealing with day to day. And they're not like snobby or pushy or like, these are people that are working class people that have done really well. They've got six ice cream vans, they've got four plumbing businesses, these types of people. So I was just like, yo, this is mad. I can't be working here, like getting a wage, helping these men. Not disrespectfully, but without servicing myself, it, it, it was it was soul crushing, 100% it was soul crushing. I used to feel like the desk, I used to feel like there was a freaking handcuff on my desk to me and I was just chained there and I was just, I used to feel like a prisoner, it used to, it used to kill me. So then no hope came from that. Mm-hmm. It's literally the feeling of like, there has to be more than this. Like there has to be something like hopeful. Like I, I know there is, that's where no hope came from. So then that gave me like a passport to like, like you said, it's like I experienced there's like money outside of people that's paying me. Mm-hmm. And then like fast forward and then like, the, the things always just like to execute very well. It's just like to create very at the highest level that I can. I'm not the best creator, but I, I know what my capabilities are mm-hmm. and I collaborate with people to make it bigger. So it's kept doing that, kept doing that, kept doing that. And then I, that spiritually, to answer your question, gave me a new sense of like, like emancipation. Like I can think something, bring it into fruition, into like into a real product, even if it's a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And then people will get behind me and do a video shoot or a photography shoot for it, even though they're getting paid, but this is a manifestation of a thought. And then, then people buy that and then people put a picture online. It was just like, wow, like spiritually, like this is all coming from me. <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So then that was that. And I don't want to bore everyone with like my whole business story. Then we did smoking bagels. Mm-hmm. And um, that was different because this was about me working with my family. When I say my family, my chosen family. So my boys, my brother, my mom, people that I call my sisters, yourself. It's about working with a chosen family and really like going against the system and like working for ourselves and making it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, none of us were experts in anything that we did. So spiritually, it's like a massive, like that's like a rites of passage. Mm. That's like a pilgrimage, do you get what I'm trying to say? Baptism of fire, yeah. all of these types of phrases. And those three years just kind of carved me to who I am today. And like now it's about like servicing and helping other people to experience that journey, to free themselves from shackles that they feel like they're in and to be authentically and um, authentically making money. Mm-hmm. And that's like, I feel like not to be that guy, but that's like my core and that's what I find like great, like rejoicing to see where I'm coming from. Does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. I think it's um, a very, very good link to to spirituality in general because even just doing that, taking that plunge, you know, people don't realise that these kind of things that we deem small things like our self-confidence or, yeah. or our ability to have leadership or, yeah. or motivate ourselves, you know, they're all, they're all part of our, our energies, our chakras, yeah. all of these things that okay. are very, very closely linked. It's true, it's true, I hear that, because obviously I've learned a lot about chakras from being like, close to yourself. And like the whole idea of like, the root chakra and like, how like, parts of my life have been formed around the root chakra without me knowing, and then how that's enabled me to like, open up my sacral or my throat or whatever chakra it is. I definitely see connections from that. So like, kind of putting it to you then, what's been the most rewarding part of this journey for you so far? Um, I would probably have to say starting the crystal corner. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I got to a point where I was selling things online yeah. and that was great. It was fine. But when I buy crystals, I don't buy them on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, I always like to go into a shop or a market stall or something of sorts. Um, 
and I didn't really see anything like that in the area at the time. Yeah. So I started off just me and um, one of our vendor, Hero from Lunasol store. Uh, shout out, Hero. Um, just us two set up in Three Threes Coffee Lounge. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know the one. Is, by town. is that by town? Yeah, yeah. It's, okay. Um, yeah, upstairs by the KFC and all that. And just before you carry on, I just want to say for the people, so what you did, you, you found a niche, so don't just skip past it. You said that there wasn't anybody offering this kind of service. Is that what you said, isn't it? Yeah. And that, that, that's a niche. Sometimes we see things on, online, we hear things, we say a niche, a niche. What is that? Mm -hmm. It's where you found something that's a gap, and then you're going to try to service that. Exactly. Carry on, carry yeah. on. Okay. And I wanted it to be like an experience, so it started off very small, mm -hmm. but there were like seated um, areas with books in the middle as well. Sick. Um, that me and Hero brought with us because the concept of the whole day was not just about us making money, but it was about people being able to educate themselves on the products that they were buying and yeah. things like that. Yeah, yeah. And um, by reading, and um, we also had other books like things like Rich Dad Poor, Poor Dad or The Chimp Paradox. Necessary. Books like these yeah. that, that are very much so logical books. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, linked very strongly to our, our spiritual journeys as well. Yeah. Um, so the most rewarding part for me is that growing from being like two vendors um, to the most I've had is 14. Wow, jeez. Yeah, and it's been running for nearly three years now. Organically or yourself? Yeah. Sick, sick, sick. Yeah. It's like you said, so obviously, first of all, shout out yourself. Like, I respect it. It's mad that you say, like, you spoke about earlier parallels. So, like, you started in this marketplace space with us and no hope mm. and, like, being experienced in it. And now you've created your own marketplace. That's what you're describing here. Your own marketplace with like the same the same thing that gave me breath of um, life when I started in my journey. Mm -hmm. You now create that for people in a different industry. Mm -hmm. And like these things are so important. Like I just spoke so like emphatically about how that made things happen for me when I was chained to my office. Yeah. And now you're creating an opportunity for other people. So that's dope. That's dope. I love that. Mm -hmm. That's that's definitely the, the biggest part for me so far. And I think being able to do it with people as well. Like I know we're gonna we're going to talk about community mm -hmm. another day. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, at, at some point, yeah, we're going to talk about community, but doing it with people that you love and care about mm -hmm. and doing it with people that you believe in as mm. well. So um, that's been a rewarding part as well because a lot of people have flourished that's on the back it. of things like Crystal Corner. That's it. So how would you say that your work that you're doing now is contributing to you spiritually in, in the today? Like, how how is that having an impact or influence? So it We're just gonna tweak your mic camera and talk it to me, don't worry about it, it's all good. Um, so it allows me to kind of build my own confidence to start off with. Like you said, I didn't see myself as an entrepreneur to begin with. Yeah, yeah. Um and, and that's key for me to be able to then instill confidence into others. That's it. Um so yeah, it's definitely allowed me to fill my own cup in that sense. Um also, to understand various modes of spirituality, just opened myself up to so many different things I didn't know, understand, had never experienced. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of allowed me to, whether it's through vendors or people that come and visit, um, or workshops that I attend um, from other people within the, the community. Yeah. Um, it's just broadened my horizons in, in every way possible to allow me to grow. I think that's a massive thing that people overlook with spirituality because it's got such as like this big title. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's as simple as like just broadening horizons, mm -hmm. just seeing new perspectives, understanding that there can be a different perspective and then bringing mm -hmm. that into your day to day. And it's like you said, business and not just business, creativity as a whole, just kind of open this door to allow us to broaden our horizons to way more perspectives, way more things. And in turn, it feeds to our spirituality. So mm -hmm. I love that, that aspect. I love that. 
I can see you nodding your head like you've got something you want to get out. Do you, want to, do you want to ask me a question? Do you want to say something? you got a question? Um, no, so I was just going to say to you, so how has your work kind of contributed to your spiritual journey? Yeah. So we talked about kind of the other way around, mm -hmm. but how, how does your work impact how you do your day-to-day? That's, a, that's a, again a great question. No one there. He's bubbling like a seat bubbling. <laughs> uh, I think like it's every part of me. So like in the today, in now. So being able to work for myself means that I run my day in a way that it resonates with me. Uh, and what I mean by that is I know what times I've got energy and what times I haven't, what times I feel to be creative, what times I don't. I know when I'm grumpy. Um, these things are important. So like in my day-to-day, -day, like because I'm an entrepreneur, I get to start my day with like, I read a certain book in the morning and, and then I meditate and then I put certain music on in the morning and I might make food at a certain time but a certain type of food rather than having to cram things in because it's time lagged. This is all part of like, like I said, my spiritual being. This enables me to function at a level where I can offer the, my best self to people. Mm -hmm. Even like just reverse a second. So like I wake up at about seven, but until like half eight, nine, I don't touch my phone. People will holler and contact me, but it's not... There, it's not their time. This is my time to start getting myself together, mm -hmm. and then I can start helping and servicing other people in the ways that need to be done. Mm -hmm. And I, I think without that, I would go a bit mad. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Sometimes my boys do hide me, or, my, or and the girls are like at half eight, nine with a problem or solution. Mm -hmm. But I'm ready for it. Mm -hmm. It's calm. You're not gonna get no flat from me. You're not gonna get oh, it's too early. You're not gonna get that from me. <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? You've been up. Yeah, I've been up. So yeah. it contributes to my spirituality in that way. Um, I think just outside of that, it's a lot of what you said. I think being in a space where like I'm pouring into people's cuts and people are pouring into mine. So like, because I'm on, I got my own free time. Sometimes I have a two-hour phone call in the mm -hmm. middle of the day, and that two-hour phone call can happen because I'm not no time constraints. But it could be like me and someone talking very deeply about something that we care about, or making a plan together, or helping each other, supporting each other. But I've got that freedom. Mm -hmm. um, I couldn't imagine being. And no disrespect to anybody that does, but I can imagine being in a space where I'm not allowed to freely go and express or ponder or consider my thoughts because of a time constraint. Yep. It, that would feel, that would feel in, insane to me. Mm -hmm. um, for yourself, how do you find a balance then between, and quite candidly, between being in a workplace, because you have a, a nine to five, where you do have those constraints, and then having this entrepreneurial life, like, Obviously, one's very free, lucid, and supportive, and nurturing. And then imagine your corporate side might be a little bit different. So how do you maintain this balance? Um, so I guess that's, to start off with, that's where um, having a passion project helps. Yeah, yeah. So it gives you that energy, reinvigoration. Definitely. I think whilst during the time that I was doing just my nine to five work, yeah. you know, there's some people that are like, lucky enough to have um, a very fulfilling Yeah. Um, Career. role um yeah career um and um, but that's not not always the case when you when you're going through your journey of finding work and things like that let's be real huh? yeah so and, and it's not all enjoyable but let's be honest we've got bills to pay yeah. and you know um so for me i think i was always there was always a missing piece yeah. until i had my passion project yeah and it didn't have to be big that was one it's one key thing that the size of things as they are now was never my intention mm -hmm. it's great and I'm grateful and I love it but um, the reason I say that is because the impact we can have even when we do when we start a project and it's really small yeah yeah it can be massive that's a big point to make yeah so like it's just like a small amount of time that you can put into something mm -hmm. for yourself that mm -hmm. makes you feel good but the ripple effect of it 
will be absolutely massive. So I think the balance is, is just having something there for yourself. That's it. I think one thing that's important that I kind of took from you as being your friend for so many years is I know you call yourself a li- the business aligned, but it's having this aligned vision where like you work because it pours into your cup and that enables you to service and pour into everybody else's cup bigger. Yeah. You've always kind of kept this thing where it's like it's not half of one and half of the other, it's all of one and all of the other. Mm-hmm. And that's why you're able to kind of like do the things that you're doing at, at the level that you are. I think it's important, maybe so for people in my industry as in creative and people in your industry as in spiritual, to understand that it's okay to have a job and do what you kind of creative or quite entrepreneurial passions as well. Mm-hmm. Like don't you don't have to like do yourself a disservice by by trying to be this person that can say, I'm hundred percent unemployed. Like yeah. it means something like and it's sort of rude, but fuck the badge. You don't want the badge. You don't need the title. Yeah. Like, do what services you. Fill yeah. your cup up and fill other people's cup up from that space. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think you're allowed to be abundant and be on, you know, Be abundant. See, that's... Well. I say fuck the badge. You say be abundant. <laughs> that's, yeah. why, that's why it works. I like it. Yeah. All right, then. So there's one last thing I want to end this um, conversation with. It's a biggie, though. So on these podcasts, I want to do what I'm going to call, like, a dilemma question. So there's completely hypothetical situation mm-hmm. it might be based on things that i've seen or experienced or whatever but i want to see how you would deal with this kind of situation based off the kind of principles you've talked about today so we're gonna try a thing yeah so dilemma question you've been asked to promote something on your social media by a member of the spiritual community that doesn't particularly resonate with you how do you respond how do you react you take your time because i've just sprung you on your yeah um so i guess like i'm i'm very lucky in this scenario right so because i'm not i'm not very um tapped into the social media world okay people may look at my page and think wow it looks pretty and <laughs> and stuff and i am but i struggle to keep up with it okay so i don't get many of these requests okay so it's uh, an unfamiliar pressure but when you asked me the question the first thing that i thought was that because Anyone that knows me, you know me. I've got people pleasing problems. Yeah. I would really want to do it. Yeah. So my first thought would be, well, I can just do it. It's only going to be there for twenty four hours, mm. and um. So it's going straight to the story. It's like it's, it's not going to your wall. Okay, yeah. that's first of all. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. The reason for that though is nothing even to do with the fact that it doesn't align with me yet. Okay, about to hear. The reason for that is that I post my story in rows of threes, and I know what it's going to do. So it's okay, 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 yeah. So, just in case anyone ever wondered. So you pe- people please, so you're gonna want to post it on your story, but yeah. you, you don't. But this 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 person, whatever they're doing, they don't. It doesn't. You don't. You don't align with yeah. Yeah. But like whatever. So what, what's your approach? Um. So I have got this thing where like I don't really feel like obligated to do certain things, and yeah. to an extent, I'll always consider it. Like I said, my my natural brain will always say, let's. Let's just do it for the person, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think there's always something else that you can do in support of it. So like, I wouldn't, I would maybe respond and just send them a supportive message to say I hope this goes really well, mm. or um, this is really amazing that you're, you know, organising this or you've put this together or you've created this or um, this is your new ideology be. or whatever, um, and just congratulate them on it. Mm-hmm. I think you can, um, it's this thing about like how much you subscribe to things. Okay. Um, I think you can say yes to things and accept that they exist. Yeah. Um, without pouring your energy into the fact that it doesn't align with you because that in itself is like just a waste of energy. So you're saying that you wouldn't ignore it like it doesn't exist because that's nonsensical, but yeah. you're saying that you don't need to go apart from 
a part where you're going to celebrate that person, whatever it is. You don't need to go any further than that. You're not going to add any more energy to it. And I like that because what you're kind of saying is, the reason why I put this down in my question is because it sets boundaries. And boundaries based off what you're saying is like, I would call you personal branding. Mm -hmm. So you're saying, okay, outwardly or like to the people that I'm servicing in my community, I don't want them to have this message coming from me because they trust me mm -hmm. or the, whatever it may be. But you're saying, as a decent human being though, I can see that you've reached out to me because there's some level of endearment. So you want to match that energy and just give them some kind of acknowledgement, mm -hmm. but then obviously set a boundary to say, well, I can't take it further than that. Exactly. Am I getting that right? Yeah, 100%. Dope. Okay, yeah. yeah, fair, bit nicer than me, but yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, what would, what would your thought process be? All right then, so like in my industry, it's a bit different because I'm mainly in like the creative industry or, or business industry. So like if someone did something that was a bit like against it, it's gonna be something big. Mm -hmm. um, First of all, first off the rip, I don't share everything, anything. I'm not that person. I only share things that I feel like uh, aligned with what people expect and understand from me and things that I care about. I don't do it because in my brethren, I don't do it because I'm obliged. I don't do it because I'm not. I, I share what the fuck I want to share. This is my social media. <laughs> so that, I just need to make that clear because sometimes people get onto me and say, you haven't shared my flyer, but and the thing is, bro, I would share your flyer, but it's just like when I want to. So next up, if someone says something that I don't align with, it's like, I'm definitely not gonna give them my platform. Mm -hmm. I'm not platforming nobody mm -hmm. that I don't align with. Mm -hmm. um, I don't care if your platform is 200 followers, if it's 3,000 followers, if you amplify something and put it into a space where people are exposed to it that wouldn't have been your platform and the idea, you, you put it into a new zone, into a new area, giving it new energy, I don't do that. Um, so I'm not gonna share it, but I think in terms of the person, and this is the kind of bit where it's like, oh, frantic. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a conversation with this person, you know. If they're comfortable enough to come to my DM or something and say, can I share da da da, and mm -hmm. have done something which I know about, like in the mm -hmm. community, I'm gonna say like, bro or blah blah blah. Um, what is this that's gonna? Because I, I'm the kind of person I want to give everyone a chance to speak for themselves. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear no one's rah rah rah. Speak for themselves. Mm -hmm. I'm also intuitive enough and well experienced enough to know to take what I'm to take what's really coming from what someone's saying to me. Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So you can do what you cloud, you clouding it or making it sweet, making it pretty. I know what the message is, you get it? But I'm gonna give you a chance. I wanna hear you. I, wanna, I always say to everybody, and this is my last closing thoughts. I got three eyes, two ears, one mouth. I'm gonna listen to you. All my eyes are watching you. <laughs> and one, my mouth to say something back to you. And that's it. So when it comes to this dynamic question, I'm using things in that order. Three eyes, two ears, one mouth. Mm -hmm. Bless. All right, then. So we're going to wrap up the GVT episode one, Spirit of Business, episode one, Business. I want some do 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 do, but I can't do it. Yo, I love the, I love the conversation. This is a good thing, good thing to um, happen, good things to come. Um, I think for a few things we want to take away for the people that's watched us, tell them what's coming up next, tell them what they can experience, tell them what we've got planned, give them some snippets. So we're going to have some guests some very, very valued guests okay. um, that are going to be joining us on um, a couple of future episodes. Yeah. Um, we're going to be talking about things like community, yeah. um, journeying, yeah. in terms of spiritual journeying, yeah. um, and, and through life, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and we're also going to talk about things like knowing your value, knowing yeah. your worth. Cheers. Um, and we're going to also kind of start expanding and 
like exploring the various cultures of not just ourselves but the people that are gonna um be guests on the show as well that's it um we've also got a gvt selector gvt selector what is that that sounds lit what's that yeah so the gvt selector obviously if you haven't already followed the gvt page at gvt.podcast yep 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 plug Um, it plug it plug it you will have seen on our story we're always asking questions around um what puts you in a good mood what lifts your vibe what helps you relax um and one thing that always comes up is music music always in it always every Um, time i know for us two both um music is a massive massive influence on our day our mood our everything so we wanted to promote a song um that means something to us. Yep, yep, yep. That's it, that's it. So it's all going to be combined into our playlist, which is on Spotify, because we're Spotify people, mm-hmm. called GVT Selector, so mm-hmm. you can follow it up. Every episode will have a song that we've chosen, which kind of fits the vibe of this episode. So I can't remember which what this one is, but we'll pull it on, I'll put it on the edit. It'll be yeah. on the bottom. Um, so go on Spotify, go on the GVT podcast page, click on the link in the bio. You can follow the Spotify playlist. Make sure you're following us on Instagram. Make sure you like and subscribe on YouTube. If you're on Spotify, players when you're driving, players when you're cooking, players when you're arguing with your girlfriend. I'm joking. But yo, <laughs> have a good evening. Good vibes only. <laughs>